Welcome to the Nursey Connect podcast. My name is Ava and I will be your host. I am the chief executive and founder of the remote nurse staffing agency, Nursey Connect. In today's episode, we're going to talk a lot about remote nurse case management. I have a guest on the show today. I will let her introduce herself. So let's get right into it. Welcome, Miss Audrey. How are you doing? Hi, I am doing really well. Super excited to be on the podcast with you today. Yes, thank you for coming to chat with us. We love having guests on the show. We talk about all things remote nursing, and you are a remote nurse case manager, correct? Yes. Technically, I'm hybrid, but a majority of my work is done from home. Okay, okay. Well, can you tell us a little bit about your nursing journey, how you got to that point, why you chose this position, all that good stuff? Of course. Um, So I was a pandemic nurse. I graduated in December of 2020. And since nursing school, I had always known that I wanted to go into oncology. Oncology was my passion. I worked as a PCT, a CNA, on an oncology unit for two and a half years until I graduated nursing school. And then I was fortunate enough to learn to land a graduate nurse position um, at one of the top hospitals in my city on an oncology unit. And I was ecstatic. Um, this was an inpatient onc unit. I was able to work for a couple of months before I start. I even got my um, my license. And then I was there for about two years, a year and a half, two years. And I loved it. I adored it. But I suffered an injury. I tore my ACL back in May of 2022. um, And I had a lot of time off of work. While I was recovering, I had surgery. And then when I got back to work, um, I started working strictly nights. And as much as I loved the unit that I was working on, the patients that I was working with, I was practically living my dream working inpatient, working bedside was really taking its toll on me. Um, I don't know if any other nurses can relate to this, but it seems like ever since the pandemic, patients are a lot sicker, acuities in the hospital is a lot higher. Um, We lost so many healthcare workers during the pandemic, either due to passing away from COVID or just simply leaving the field altogether. And nurses specifically, we lost so many and PCTs, phlebotomists, all support staff. So not only were patients getting sicker, but we were more and more short-staffed. And I found myself every single shift just dreading going into work, knowing that I was going to have a bunch of patients and no support um, or have a lot of high acuity patients and just kind of worried about would I be able to take care of them. Um Eventually, I actually remember this video, this day so well, I made a TikTok about it where I reached my breaking point. It was a night shift. I had six patients that night. Usually on an overnight, our max is five. If we're well-staffed, it's usually four. So a lot of nurses will say, oh, wow, six patients, that's nothing. But that's not what I was used to. I was working, I was used to having only four patients at a time overnight. Um, but that night I had six patients. I showed up to work. I had one patient that was in a direct admission from the clinic. They had no orders, no nothing. I didn't even know why they were here. The clinic closed and they were like, well, we can't keep them anymore. Please put them in a room. I had two rapid responses. 
right at change of shift, one patient change in mental status, another patient, um, I don't remember what it, oh, heart rate sustaining in the 150s, 160s SVT. And then I had another patient that was first dose chemo, projectile vomited everywhere. The shift was just a hot mess. Like by the time I finally finished my first med pass, I was like, I can't do this anymore. Um, I like literally went to the bathroom. I started crying and I started, I felt so ungrateful because like, this is what I had prayed for. This is the job that I had fasted for. This is the job that I was so blessed and so lucky to have, but I, I couldn't handle it anymore. Um, and I knew in that moment that I just, I had to do something else. So before even looking for other jobs, actually, I had a conversation with my manager and I was like, listen, I don't know how much longer I can, I can do this. And I started applying for other jobs. Um, I ended up getting a temporary position in an immunization clinic. Um, and as soon as I got anything, I gave my two weeks notice and I was like, I'm out. I stayed per diem at the hospital, but I just could not work full time at the hospital anymore. It was taking such a toll on not only my physical health, but my mental health as well. Um, it was kind of an ongoing joke in my family. Like, if you haven't heard from me in a couple of days, just know it's because I just did a stretch of night shifts or I just did a stretch of day shifts and I'm recovering. Like after working, you know, two, three, four days in a row, I would just be a complete zombie. I couldn't do anything. Like I was such a girly girl, nails done every two weeks, lashes, brows. I couldn't even find the courage to sit in the nail salon for a simple color change because I was just so exhausted and so burnt out. So I eventually ended up leaving. I got the job at the immunization clinic and it was great, but it was only temporary. And I'm a big fan of closed mouths don't get fed. The worst thing that anybody can do is tell me no. So I went on Indeed and I applied to every single job that I was interested in, regardless of if I thought I was qualified or not. Because again, worst thing somebody can tell me is no. And I applied to this position um, in case management, not really knowing what I was getting into. And I got a call back and I interviewed with the nurse manager and they kind of explained the role a little bit to me. And now I'm the reason I went into nursing was for that patient care, that patient connection, actually taking care of people. So knowing that it was case management, I was a little hesitant because like case management isn't really, you're not doing any hands-on care. You're more so coordinating care and making sure insurance and all of that stuff is up to par. But what piqued my interest was that it was hybrid. And I was like, I would love to work from home. I'm still recovering from my ACL surgery. So standing on my feet for long hours still isn't possible for me. Um, and again, it, it was hybrid. I was like, that seems great. So I kind of went for the job. Um, and I've been there since November. So it's been November, December, January about four months um, as a hybrid nurse case manager. And I like it so far. It's very different than working bedside for sure. It has its own challenges, but I feel like I was able to get my life back and I feel more like a person than I did back when I was working um, inpatient full-time. Oh my gosh, Audrey, when you said get your life back, I felt that after I stopped working bedside too, like I felt like I was a different person, like bedside nursing. It was it was so draining. And I thought it's because I was a new nurse. It would get better 
But like you said, the patients are getting sicker. COVID-19 did a number on everybody. Um, and it just looked like there was no hope. I was like, oh, my gosh. And like you said, you were feeling ungrateful. You know, you fasted for this. It's what you wanted. And I'm like, I felt like that, too. Like, I put all this time and energy to be a nurse. And this is what it is. Can I really see myself do this for 20 years? And the answer is always no. <laughs> so I am glad we see eye to eye on that part. Um, your journey is interesting, though, because you said you just started applying to positions. And I feel like a case manager position is kind of like kind of hard to come by. Which one you say the hybrid? Yeah. 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 So I feel like this is definitely like a unique unicorn job, especially where I live. I live in Massachusetts, so we are not compact. Um, so remote positions aren't easy to come by in in this state just because we're not compact and we can't practice in other states unless we have another license. Um, and so I was actually very surprised to even come across this position. Like I said, remote jobs are few and far in between in Massachusetts. And I also felt like any sort of case management or any sort of remote position, you needed to have a bunch of years of experience. I only had just about two years of experience under my belt when I started. Yeah, just about two and a half years of experience under my belt when I started, but that didn't deter me at all. I've been able to slide into the roles easily um, and use the knowledge that I gained within my first two and a half years in nursing to benefit my patients. Okay. Thank you for sharing that, Audrey. That is awesome. Yeah, I had about, I had like a year of experience before I went remote. It was that bad, y'all. I had to go right away. But I feel like um, the knowledge that I gained as a folk pool nurse was good enough to take care of my patients remotely, which I'm still doing now. So can you kind of share what a typical day in a life looks like for you as a remote nurse case manager or a hybrid case manager? Of course. So as a case manager, you are just doing a lot of care coordination. So my specific role is in adult foster care. So basically that is when the government mass health um, pays people to take care of their loved ones in the home setting to keep them out of nursing homes and long-term care facilities. Cause as we know, there's a nursing shortage. There's also an extreme shortage in spots in nursing homes and long-term care facilities. There are people that will sit in a hospital waiting for weeks just to get a bed in a, in a sniff or an LTAC because there's just no spots. So adult foster care steps in and they pay people a stipend to take care of their loved ones in the home. And with the stipend, they also get a nurse case manager and a social worker to help make sure that they have everything that they need to be successful in the home um, and to decrease hospitalizations and decrease um, the, the anybody getting sicker or not getting the care that they need. So for myself in my role, I am hybrid. So I do non-clinical home visits that Non-clinical meaning I go to the um, member's home, I meet with the patient and I meet with their caregiver and I just do simple things. So I do a home assessment, a quick look around to make sure that there aren't any environmental hazards. Um, 
And then I speak with the patient and the caregiver and I ask just general medical questions. How are they doing? Have there been any hospitalizations or ER visits? Are they able to um, stay compliant with their medications? Any issues with insurance? Do they have all of the equipment that they need? Um, And just a general overview of how the patient is doing. Um, And then that's about it as far as that goes. So it's non-clinical. So I'm not doing any blood pressures. I'm not checking vitals, um, no heights, weights, nothing like that. Although I will say, because I am a nurse first, if I go to a visit and somebody isn't feeling well, I always have my stethoscope with me. I always have my blood pressure machine with me. So just in case, you know, I might check a heart rate. I might check a blood pressure, listen to lung sounds, but that is not required as part of my job. And then all of my documentation, everything else is done at home. So a typical um, at-home day for me would be Um, just going through my patient's charts and making sure that they're up to date and compliant with all of the things that insurance would need so that they can stay eligible in the program. For example, I do care plans, fall risk assessments, um, something called an MDS, which is a minimum data set. So with an MDS, that is an assessment that is done to determine their eligibility for the program. And we do them upon entrance into the program and then once every year so that insurance can continue to fork over the money. Um, And with those assessments, it's just a lot of just online documentation and putting the, um, the data in. I write narratives. So I'll write a brief note about how my patient is doing when I went to go see them in the visit. Um, and then I can do narratives as far as a brief summary and breakdown of the patient, their past medical history, and um, what their need for services are. So I have a caseload of about 45 people. Yeah, about 45 people, and um, some of them you see every month. Some of them I see every other month. It just depends. And a typical at-home day for me is pretty chill. It all just kind of depends on what at like my patients have going on. So any sort of documentation that I need to do, I'll write a note on um, – any home visits that I did. And I do things like care plans, fall risk assessments. So my day today is really just making sure that all of my patients' charts are up to par and compliant so that insurance can continue to give us the funding so that they can stay home instead of going to a long-term care facility. Um, In an eight-hour day, it's I can honestly tell you it's not very busy at all. Like, I don't want to snitch on myself, but I really don't be doing much. Um, as long as you're able to get your work done with when it's supposed to be due, there's no micromanagement. Um, we use like Microsoft Teams and my managers don't check on to make sure that you're online. Um, I make my own schedule, my own calendar. So I, when I schedule home visits with the um, patients, like I set it up just so that I can get stay organized. I'll do two days a week where I'm doing visits and three days a week where I'm remote. Um, and so during those three days a week, I'm just making sure that I'm uploading my notes and keeping my charts compliant and stuff like that. Um, it's super chill. 
we have like once a month nurse meetings where we talk about um, eligibility and any problems that we're having with our members and tips and tricks that we have for each other. Um, And then once a year, we have to go into the main office to do an all staff meeting. Um, But other than that, it's like a very chill job. As long as you can stay organized and keep up to date with everything that you need to get done, you're chilling. And then the beauty of my job is we work, so I work on a 30 hour schedule. So we get one hour a day every day for break and we're allowed to flex our schedules. So if I want to work five or 35 hour a week schedule, sorry. So if I want to work five, seven hour shifts, I can, or if I want to flex it and work like three twelves, I can, and then have two days off. I just have to communicate it with my manager to let them know what's going on. Um, But it is a very chill, very autonomous job. Like you just need to make sure that you're keeping up to date with everything that needs to be in the chart. And you're kind of vibing from there. Very, very chill. Yeah. I love when you were talking about the flex schedule. I love a good three twelves. Like that is, that is the best schedule there is on the planet of this earth. So that sounds really, really nice. Do you ever flex your schedule or you always stay on the eights? Um, I flex my days when I want to go like on vacation. So I'm somebody I can't sit still. If there's money in my pocket, I'm spending it on a flight or a hotel. So if <laughs> yeah. I want to go on vacation and the beauty that I love about this job and one thing that I was afraid of when I left working bedside, working those three 12 hour shifts, you can easily get seven, eight days off without ever having to use PTO. But if you work Monday Monday through Friday, you know, seven hour days, you have to take time off. But because I'm able to flex, um, I can take vacation basically whenever I want. So um, I definitely do flex when I want to go on vacation. Or um, if I have a lot of people that want to, like if I have a lot of patients where I need to do a visit, but they can't, figure out a time during working hours. So 9am to 5pm. If I have a bunch of people that really need to be seen after five o'clock, I'll just work a day until like eight or nine, which I don't recommend for a lot of people doing home visits because there's a safety aspect. But if I, if I'm close to the people and I like know the, the member I've met them before, um, I can work all the way up until like seven or eight o'clock and then I'll just flex that and then just take a day off on another day, just so that I'm not working more than 35 hours in a week. Okay, so you kind of answered my next question at talking about work-life balance, um, doing remote nursing and, you know, just having life outside of that. Do you want to talk about that a little more? Of course. Um, so working hybrid, it definitely gave me my life back. I will say that, like, the more organized you are, the better work-life balance you will have. Now, I am somebody who likes to be compensated for every moment of my time. And so I only work during working hours. If, like, my my patients know that 
I am not an emergency service. If there is any sort of emergency, you need to call 911 or you need to call your doctor. I am not the one to reach out to. So there's never a reason for my patients to be reaching out to me after hours. And once my workday is done, I turn off my computer. Um, I have my work phone and you can hear like my work phone will go off and the team's messages and the nurses are kicking in the group chat at 6 p.m. Not me. Nine to five are my work hours. That is it. That is all. If you really need me, you'll have my personal number. If you don't have my personal number, we're not that cool. Um, and so I feel like I, because I'm so strict with that, I definitely have a really good work-life balance. And also because I'm able to flex, I can get things done during the daytime that I would usually have to take a day off of work if I worked a normal job. So I can take, you know, two hours during the day to go to a doctor or a dentist appointment, or I can take a meeting on Zoom while I'm at the nail salon. So I'm able to upkeep myself, not so much so, you know, with like going on vacation and having time off, but just being able to maintain myself as a person, things that make me feel good about myself. Because regardless of where you work or what you do as a nurse, if you are not yourself 100%, you will never be able to fully take care of your patients. You can't be pouring from an empty cup. So because I work hybrid, I'm able to fill up my cup with things that I need to be able to do for myself. Um, and it's really nice. But you also need to be organized because it is very easy to get overwhelmed or to fall behind because of the autonomy in my job. Nobody is checking for you until that end of the month meeting with your manager to go over compliance reports and make sure that your charts are up to date. So if I really wanted to, you know, slack and be lazy and just not work for 28 days and then I could be super stressed out the last two days of the month trying to get compliant, that could happen. But I keep myself super, super organized and on top of things so that I'm not having to scramble at the end of the month and that I can just like work during work hours and be free during non-work hours. So you mentioned that you still work PRN, right? At the hospital? I so do. you're able to fit that in too? Yeah. So um, I maintain my PRN status at the hospital just to keep up with my nursing skills. And also I adore oncology. I love bedside oncology. It is always going to be my passion. And I love working with my patient population. Um, and so I usually do the weekends. Um, since my job is Monday through Friday, I can do my PRN on the weekends. Or another great part of it is I like to do overnights. So I could easily pick up a random Tuesday overnight. And then if it's a Wednesday documentation day, I could just flex my hours and work a longer day another day so I can have the morning off to sleep or something like that. And as far as like you having two positions, like how do you feel you're being compensated? Like, was that an issue with you trying to transition and find a remote job or was it the same? So the pay is about the same, but personally, I feel like I took a little bit of a pay cut going into working hybrid case management. Because when you work bedside, when you work in a hospital, you have shift differentials when you work evening, overnights, weekends, and stuff like that. So there was always an opportunity to make more money when I was working bedside um, in the hospital setting versus working hybrid case management. I'm salaried Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m., 35-hour work week. There is no overtime. Um, it's 
quite impossible to have to do overtime at this job. So the pay is technically the same, but I took a little bit of a pay cut because I was an overtime queen. And that also contributed to my burnout working in the hospital. Um, Wanting to always make a bunch of money, I would just pick up a bunch of extra shifts. And that was not good for my physical or mental health. Working a salary job, it definitely helped me become more financially responsible as a nurse. As a new grad, I was living at my daddy's house. I had no real bills but my car note. So I was just spending money because I knew that I could just pick up a little extra four hours OT or an extra 12-hour shift, and I would make the money back. Um, And that was terrible because I was spending money like it was water. I wasn't really saving for the future or being financially responsible versus now that I'm salaried, it's the same paycheck every two weeks. Um, I can actually sit, I force myself now to budget my money correctly, pour into my savings and not just spend money willy nilly because I knew it was going to come back. But now I'm more purposeful with my spending um, and a lot more financially responsible. Hybrid revolt and still have an income, you know, it's not many professions where you can do that, where you can just like mix it match things like that. Yeah. But what I don't like about nursing is like you go to nurse, you go to nursing school, you learn how to be a nurse in the hospital. Then you get to the hospital, you like, oh, this is not it. Mm-mm. This is yeah. not it. And then you're ready to move on, and then you have like all this guilt about not wanting to work in the hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, I was fighting that a little bit. I was like, dang, am I still a nurse if I don't want to work in the hospital no more? Like I was like going back and forth. That was um, my my biggest things, especially yeah, education. Um, my parents are my parents wanted this degree more than I did. Um, I don't think I feel like my parents were more excited. Like I went into nursing because I wanted to, but like my parents being my biggest support system and me being a nurse, it just made them so proud. And one of my biggest things with once I realized how burnt out I was working at the hospital was, are people still going to consider me a nurse if I'm not working? in the hospital setting because my background, you know, my culture, they only want to hear about, you know, doctors and nurses that work at big name hospitals and all of that stuff. And sometimes people will say, you know, if you're a nurse and you tell them, oh, I'm a school nurse or I do this, I do that. They're like, oh, they don't consider you to be a real nurse, but I was able to snap out of that mentality you are a registered nurse regardless of where you work. That RNBSN, that license that you, you know, took the exam for, that degree that you worked so hard for, it is valid regardless of if you are working in a hospital setting, a clinic, inpatient, outpatient, virtual, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter. That is like one of the biggest things that I like to advocate to people and especially to new grads is you don't have to work at a hospital. You don't have to work med surge to be a nurse. I know nurses who spent their entire career and never stepped foot into a hospital. I met somebody recently who um, they were a medical assistant in a, um, in a primary care. They graduated nursing school. They became a registered nurse in primary care. They spent their years and then they became a nurse practitioner in primary care. They never stepped foot in a hospital, but they are still one of the smartest and most capable nurses that I know. So big, big, big as a nurse, your license is valid regardless of where you are. You don't need to be, you know, at Grace Sloan Memorial Hospital doing CPR to be a nurse. You're a nurse wherever you go. Exactly. I had to like really grasp that. That was really hard for me um, on the initial, but I'm like, at this point, they need nurses everywhere. Like as long as I'm still nursing, 
to some degree, I think I'll I'll have to be okay. <laughs> and that goes into our next segment. Um, this is close to the wrap up. So what is the best part of being a nurse for you? I will say the best part of being a nurse is knowing that I am helping people and making a difference. That is super cliche, I know, but I feel like even though that is such a super cliche thing, it's very heartwarming to know that I am doing something to make a difference in somebody's life. Whether it's when I work a PRN shift and I'm able to make somebody smile or in my case management role where I'm able to call a doctor's office and strong arm my way into getting that order that they've been putting off for so long. So now my patient can get their piece of durable medical equipment. I am able to do something that is positively impacting somebody's life, whether big or small. And um, I feel like that's, that's really nice because a lot of people can't say that in the careers that they work in. Um, and I'm glad to be able to say that there's one or two people on this earth that I made a difference in their life. Even if I don't remember who they are, they still remember me. And that's, that's super like, that's super impactful. Another bonus or good favorite part of being a nurse is the flexibility. I touched on this a little bit earlier, but as a nurse, you can do anything and everything. This license that you now have, regardless if you are an, um, RN or an LPN, bachelor's, associates, whatever it may be, there's so much freedom and flexibility in the job where you don't have to be miserable in one spot forever. You can try multiple different things. You can be in a hospital, you can be in a clinic, you can work with kids, babies, adults. Um, there are even nurses that don't touch patients at all, that don't do any sort of clinical work. You can get on the side of research or you can do go into law. Um, There's so many things that you can do with the license that you don't have to stay stuck. And one thing that I touched on this previously, but I feel like a lot of new grads or a lot of first year nurses don't realize is that there's so much out there for you to do. Don't just quit the profession because you hate your first time, your first job. Honestly, sometimes people are going to hate their first job, their second, their third job. But there's so many other places that you can go and work and so many other things that you can do with that license. And it holds so much power and so much value, I feel like as well. Definitely um, a life-changing profession in that, like Audrey was saying, like the different avenues you can go into it as a nurse like that's a whole separate podcast in itself but mm -hmm. just everything that we can do as nurses it is it is awesome so Audrey this is my last question sure. what would you say to all the nurses listening to the podcast who aspire to work from home or to get into case management do you think they need to be certified in order to become a case manager so personally um, I don't think you need to be certified, although there is a bonus. It's great to have that little bit of extra credentials under your belt, but you don't need to be certified to do it. I always look at certification in nursing and specializing as something that you do once you've been doing it for, once you've been working in that specialty for a little while. Um But for those that are looking to work remote or go into case management, my biggest piece of advice is just don't give up. It can be very um, disheartening with the number of people that are trying to look for nurse jobs and there are so little of them 
available for the amount of people that are looking and you can keep getting rejection after rejection letter or no responses and stuff like that. But keep trying, keep applying. Worst thing somebody can ever tell you is no. And when you hear no, use that as motivation to turn around and do it again another way. Um, Because I'm part of a a Facebook group where people are looking for remote nursing positions. And I have seen so many posts of people that found their unicorn, um, you know, remote or hybrid nursing jobs after applying for a year or a year and a half or two years. Me personally, I got lucky. It was by the grace of God that I applied for that job. And within like one or two months, I got it. Not everybody's journey is going to be that way, but your unicorn job is out there. You just need to keep applying, keep, you know, adjusting your resume, write, we all hate it, write a cover letter, okay? Write a cover letter. I used to be a big hater of cover letters. I would never write one. If I saw an application that wanted a cover letter, I was like, well, that's not the job for me, but Take the time, take those five, 10 minutes, write a cover letter, use AI, um, get that cover letter written and just try to tailor your applications and your cover letters to match specifically with that job. And also network, 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 okay? Because most of the time, with these remote nursing jobs, it's knowing somebody that will help you get in. So make that LinkedIn page, join those Facebook groups, join Nursey Connect. Um, And try to network and try to like meet people who are doing it and listen to what they have to say and how they got their jobs and take that advice and just keep trying. You will find your job. It just won't be as easy as applying to your local hospital and getting it. Because one thing that I know as a nurse, uh, my friends joke around about this because one thing about me, I'm a job hop. And they always joke about how every day I have an interview somewhere. And because with as a nurse, there's such a nursing shortage where you apply immediately, they'll call you back. Remote isn't always like that. So just kind of be patient and know that your job is out there. It just might take you a little bit of time to find it. All right, Miss Audrey, tell the people where they can find you at, where they can contact you. Okay. <laughs> Hi guys. Um, so you guys can find me on TikTok at Audrey the Nurse, A-U-D-R-E-Y-T-H-E. N-U-R-S-E, I can spell, um, at Audrey the Nurse. Um, Follow me, send me a message, DM me. I'm very friendly. Um, And yeah. Thank you, Audrey, for being on the show. Again, my name is Ava Bethay. I'm the chief executive and founder of the remote nurse staffing agency, Nursey Connect. If you are interested in remote nurse case management, Nursey Connect is an affiliate management institute. So I will link in the show notes the link to the course to get your case management certification if that's something you're interested in. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, and we will see you in the next one.